tonight on this Friday the 13th, 2018, on this balmy evening in Northwest Ohio. We have a Canadian, we have a Swede, and we have a Taiwanese all in the top three. And of course, you look look at me and I am most roasted red like Larry the Lobster. The Tigers start a series against the Houston Astros where they have to play a former Tiger in Justin Verlander. The Indians are playing the Bronx Bombers, and tonight's dollar uh, dime dollar hot dog night. Wish I was there, but we're getting closer and closer and closer to the start of football season. So sit back, relax, pop a cold one. We're gonna pop one here on the screen because it's time for all Andy offer right here on. Anchor and on Facebook Live. And oh, I love you guys and welcome into this Friday edition. It's Friday, Friday edition of All Andy Alfred right here on your exclusive home for me. It's uh, Facebook Live as well as on Anchor as well too on the Anchor app as well. iTunes, Spotify. We have it on different platforms. So it is, um, it's truly a pleasure to be with you guys tonight on the program. Uh, if you're on Facebook Live tonight, of course, we do the show always on Facebook Live. You can post a comment, and uh, it will be read on air, of course. Um, I have some comments already to share from uh, the preview video that you saw earlier today. I was at Highland Meadows at the golf course. I'll be out there again tomorrow for round three of the Marathon Classic. Looking forward to that. But, um, of course, I wanted to open up, since we're doing the shows now, Tuesdays and Fridays, um, I wanted to open up with something new that I'm going to be doing on Friday's shows. It's going to be kind of a brewing kind of a day because you know, we're all going to kick back and relax for the weekend, of course. And um, I'm going to open up a, a brewski, of course, right here. Yes. Drinking tonight, of course, for the veterans and all of those serving in the military, a Budweiser Freedom Reserve. It's the Red Lager. And, of course... Got to drink it out of a Libby glass. It's one of Toledo. You you got to drink out of a Libby glass. And for this weekend, that's right, the Marathon Classic glass. So I'm going to drink it out of that, out of the Pilsner glass there, exclusively for the Marathon Classic. So we'll pop it open here and pour one out for you guys tonight, of course. So let's see here. Oh, yeah. Perfect pour right there for the Marathon Classic to all the golfers that didn't make it. 72 golfers eliminated today on this, the cut day of the Marathon Classic. And to all those who have served in the military and to those families that had made the ultimate sacrifice. This is to you guys. Fantastic. So let's talk about it. If you haven't gone out yet, of course, tonight, if you, what are you doing? 
got to get the tickets. Two days left in this Marathon Classic, and we got some good golf today. Um, had a chance to go out there with the wife, of course, and we sat and watched the game. We watched them, uh, followed two groups today. We followed the leader at the one time. At one time, um, you know, it's a nice walking day. It was hot. I will admit that it was a screamer of a day. Uh, but uh, we sat in the clubhouse most of the day, cooled off, air conditioned, got some water in the system, of course. Um, but um, we followed uh, uh, Hoffman, uh, Kaufman today. Uh, she did not make the cut today, unfortunately. She was one of the 72 that didn't make the cut. We're going to go through some of the big names that did not make the cut this weekend. And uh, one of the big ones for this is Paula Kramer. Kramer, one over par. The cut line today was even par. So anybody below, above even par, which is a 71, between the two days of Thursday and Friday, would not make the tournament for this weekend. And the purse is $1.8 million. So after today, you're playing for a check. So here's some big names. Paula Kramer is one of the big names. She shot a one over today. Struggled on the back nine, of course. Um, other big names is Laura Diaz, two over par. Morgan Pressel, two over par as well today. Uh, and Kim Kaufman, like I mentioned, three over par today. She shot. She was in the group with us that uh, me and Amanda followed. Uh, she had a good day overall, but in round, she, she bogeyed six, she birdied eight, and she bogeyed 11. She started on the back nine, finished the day a total of three over par. She will not make the cut on for the weekend this weekend. So, unfortunately for Kim Kauf, uh, Kaufman on that case, um, also to go a little bit, a little bit more in depth, Laura Kim, three over par as well too. Um, also Brittany Lang as well, three over par as well too. Gabby Lopez, four over par. Some big, another big name. Maria Torres, five over par. The Puerto Rican out of this. Uh, Amelia Lewis, six over par today. Of course, uh, she helped. She helped. Uh, she was in the in the mix early on yesterday. Fell apart in the back nine and the front nine. Couldn't get anything going today. Uh, the representative from uh, uh, the two representatives from uh, Saint Ursula are eliminated at 15 over and 17 over par. Uh, Lauren Conklin 10 over par today, but uh, and Pierre Delacour, the Frenchman, the Frenchwoman, out at seven over par. She was in the group today with us as well too. But we had the leader in the group today and she shot a beautiful seven over par under seven under par excuse me and that and she is if i could pull it up here here it is here's uh wing lee hugh she shot a seven under par today in the group and um it is uh she played really well she played outstanding she'll play tomorrow and the pairings are up for tomorrow everything now is a twosome so it will be as followed, looking like this. Uh, the hot, young, upcoming starter in Allison Emery is even par. She'll start it all off tomorrow morning at 7, 12 a.m. at Highland Meadows Golf Course. 
So the gates open at 6.30. So you can get into Highland Meadows starting at 6.30. Uh, Sydney Lacrosse, even partial, start at 7.20 tomorrow. Some of the big names to mark, mark down. Uh, Dory Carter, 8.10. She's even par. She'll start tomorrow. Stacy Lewis, this is her last tournament before she goes on to maternity leave. She tees off tomorrow morning at 8.40. She'll tee with Paula Rinto. She's at even par. Also, tomorrow, Jennifer Song will tee off with Carmela Latourne. She is from Sweden. 9 a.m. tee times. Both girls are one under par. Uh, also, to make mention as well, too, Cheyenne Woods. That is Tiger Woods' cousin. She is three under par. She's going to be going off with Jan Marie Green. That's a th- that's a ten thirty tee time on that one tomorrow as well. Uh, also the look. Also Lexi Thompson four under par. She's going to tee off with the Canadian Brittany Marchant. That is Brad Marchant's wife, the Boston Bruin. She's going to be teeing off with her at eleven forty tomorrow. Um, also, In Yoon Kim, the defending champion, she'll be teeing off at at twelve ten with another four, another Korean, Miram Lee. That is at twelve ten a.m. as well. But here's the big name, Brooke Henderson, shooting a nine under par today. She is the leader in the clubhouse. But Caroline Hedwell, nine under par as well too. They both tee off. Both leaders tee off at one o'clock tomorrow at Highland Meadows Golf Course in Sylvania. Now, let me tell you about how it was today. I got to the course about 8.30. Now, usually I don't like to, you know, banter a little bit about how some things are. But this, you know, the course is in terrific condition. The greens run fast. The the fairways are soft. And to me... This low scoring is a very, very shocking thing. I mean, we've seen people put up 26, 27 under pars. And we're at 9 under 2 rounds into the tournament. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty low. So we'll see what happens. So round 1 and round 2 are done. The cut has been set at the 72. And, um... I'll make mention of this too. Uh, great hospitality in the clubhouse. Uh, we had a situation in the clubhouse today with uh, an elderly gentleman having a heat stroke. It was really hot today out there. Um, hi, Todd. How are you? One for you today, to Mr. Grenadu. Um, yeah, uh, he uh, he had a, a heat problem. They had they had a cold towel wrapped around his neck. Um, he was battling heat exhaustion, maybe a heat stroke. They were checking him out for that, but he, everything came out okay for him. Um, he he did get some medical attention, and uh, everything was okay with him. He got. They did take him into the ambulance. I don't know if they took him to the hospital, but they did cool him off. So, yeah, uh, it's good good to see that EMS was there. And if you're going out this weekend, you know it's going to be hot. It's going to be a steamy, hot weekend. So pack some water, cool down, relax. Yes, and slam that like button. I love it. Slam that like button for the show tonight. Um, yeah, I mean, it. 100% of the proceeds to this tournament 
go to children's charities. It goes to the Romano McDonald House. It goes to a lot of charities. Um, a lot of giveaways as well, too. Of course, you can always pick up the program, of course. Right here, this is the program. And you Kim on the front cover, holding up that Libby Glass made trophy, of course. And it's it, it's a good it's a good read. A lot of advertisements, of course. You have the they have the benefiting sponsors to the charities as well too. But um, I you know I was I was perusing around here on this program, and um, it, there's some good reads about it. And of course, there it is, right there, the Libby product, right there. Gotta love it. But um. A hundred, like I said, a hundred percent of the proceeds go to children's charities. Fifteen dollars if you just want to go for the day. They yeah, had two for one grounds tickets. That's what I've got for um, for the weekend. I'm pulling this up right here. See, this is get the little badges right here. Go to the you go to the tournament. It's a it, it's a good afternoon out, you know, and you get a nice little tan. Can't beat it. As you are watching and listening to all Andy Alford right here. On Facebook Live, and as well as on iTunes, Spotify, Podcast Master, through the Anchor Network. I am your host, Andy Alford. So let's talk. We just recapped the Marathon Classic happening here in Northwest Ohio, but let's talk a little bit about baseball and let's talk about the Indians. When I last left you, the Indians were struggling with the Cincinnati Reds. They were struggling with the Cincinnati Reds. Boy, oh boy, Wednesday came and... Hello, Joanne. Boy, oh boy, Wednesday came and they just put a shellacking on the Reds. 17 runs. That's right. I'm not talking a Brown score here, folks. 17 runs. Beating the Reds. 19 to 2. The night before, on Tuesday night, we after we went off the air, Kluber pitched a gem of a ball game. And the bullpen fell apart for him like a Walmart sweater in the dryer. Absolutely ridiculous. It shows you how bad a bullpen is. Your starting pitching is fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. And then all of a sudden, it goes to hell. This tells you something. But um, it'll be interesting to see what happens this series. They, they The Indians did lose last night to the, to the New York Yankees. And this is a good series for the Indians. You know, you have a team that's uh, very, very strong in the New York Yankees with the big boppers that they've got in Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton as well. And you have starting pitching that's, you know, it's got to be there. You know, and it has to go the distance against against the Yankees. But it's not. It's not going to go the distance because, of course, Judge is going to light it up and Giancarlo is going to light it up as well too. And you can't count out D.D. DeGorius. You can't count out any of the you cannot count on Hicks. You can't count on any of the of the Yankee bats. You really can't. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. 
uh, surging A's. I, I was reading this comment from uh, from uh, one Mr. Steve Paparakis, I believe, joining the program today. The surging A's. How about the A's? Three games out of the Houston. The A's would be in first place if it wasn't for the, that sissy division. Kind of agree with you on that, Steve. You know, but you can't count out the Angels. You just can't count out the Angels with with Trout and the pitching that they've got out there. Otani needs to get going, in my opinion. You know, keep him on the field. You keep him on the field, you know, don't put him on the mound. But if you're an A's fan, you want him on the mound because he just tosses up softballs. But, yeah, the A's would be in the first place in the division as long as, you know, they, you know, Keep it on the right path. But here's the problem. The A's are surging at the wrong time, my friend. Due to the fact that after the series that they're in now, we hit the All-Star break. It's three days off. It's three days to cool down. Three days to build rust, my friend. So, yeah, they should have beaten them on all four games, but, you know, I, I you take... Take what you can get. You haven't beaten the A's. You haven't beaten the Astros in a while. It's been a while since you've beaten the Astros in Houston. So take what you can get and be happy. Take what you can get and be happy. The Tigers do open up a series against the Houston Astros. So, Steve, you got to be a Tiger fan and root for the Tigers in the series. But unfortunately, you know how bad the Tigers are. How bad the Tigers are this year. You can't root for the Tigers because they're just horrible. There's there, there's nothing to... Fulmer is the only bright spot in the Tiger rotation. It's, it's, it's the damn truth. It's the damn truth. It, it's a damn joke when it comes to that. It is. But they beat Boston for us. Yes. The A's did beat them four out of six times. But they're not playing the A's in the same division, Steve. The Yankees and Boston are on their own wavelength, okay? If the playoffs started today and they're playing Boston, they got a good chance. We'll see. Like I said, Tigers opened up a series against the Houston Astros this weekend, and then we hit the All-Star break. And then... We'll see what happens. This whole Manny Machado situation going on now. John Morosi reporting yesterday evening that the Manny Machado trade is imminent to the New York Yankees. What I'm hearing so far, it's Machado for prospects and cash. Hi, Emily. That's what I'm hearing so far. We'll see. 
And the A's, the A's open up a series in the Bay City, Steve. It's a rivalry, crosstown rivalry. And the A and, and and San Francisco is absolutely horrendous this year. So you could pick up some games. Could pick up some games. You never know. I mean, Houston is sixty-two and thirty-four. Seattle is 58 and 36, and your A's are right there at 53 and 41. You have they're only eight games out. You win the three games against San Francisco this weekend, and you have at least Seattle, who are playing right now. Let's see here, if I'm not mistaken, right now, Seattle is playing at Colorado. Colorado is you know decent. Colorado could take two of three. Seattle could take two of three. Well, we'll see. We will see what happens. As you're watching and listening to all Andy Alford right here on Anchor and on Facebook Live. I am your host, Andy Alford. Tonight, of course, joining me on the program. Uh, So we talked a little bit about the American League, the National League as well, too. Dived a little bit into that as well. Um, the National League spectrum, you know, the Cubs are only a game out from the Brewers. And the Brewers are really good this year. You know, and then you have you have Lucas Sigerson's Philadelphia Phillies at 52-40 and 40 in first place. A half game behind the, first, the second place Atlanta Braves. And then you have Washington right there at 47 and 46. Five and a half games out of first place. And the problem is, the problem is with Washington, they can be hot and they can be cold at the same time too. The Dodgers are right there, half game in front of the Arizona uh, Arizona Diamondbacks, almost at the Cardinals. Getting closer to football season, folks. Admit that. 51-42, 51-42, and the Diamondbacks, 51-43, and 43, only a half game out. And, you know, the, the sad thing is, is how bad the Reds are this year, but how bad the Mets are, 37-54. and 54. Um, You talk about rebuild, the Mets need a rebuild more and more every single chance that they can get, every single chance that they get. But, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. We will see what happens. Uh, let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, for me, the fact that the HOSA trade went down like that in the NHL was an absolute shock. I don't know if you've heard this yet, but the Chicago Blackhawks have made a trade with the Phoenix Coyotes. Or excuse me, the Arizona Coyotes. I can't call them the Phoenix Coyotes. Uh, the trade looks like this. Uh, Chicago will pick up, will send Marion Hosa, which is their key player, and he hasn't been in the league in the last couple of years due to the fact that he went over back over to the KHL and played. So he's not with the Blackhawks anymore. So think about this. You have Chris Pronger. You have Pavel Datsuk, who owned, who there. 
and you also have now Marion Host. You have a super team happening in Phoenix. If these players want to come back and play in the NHL, they got to go and play. <laughs> they got to go play in Phoenix. And Phoenix is the place to die. That's where all careers and player players go to die. So like I said, Hosa traded to the Coyotes by the Blackhawks in the seventh player deal. Looks like this. Um, Hosa going there. It'll be uh, Lairton, uh, Melton, excuse me, former uh, Cleveland Monster. Hendoza over to the... So, Arizona receives Vinny Hertoza, defenseman Jordan Olson, and a third-round pick in the 2019 NHL Draft. Chicago acquires Marcus Kruger, Jordan Melta, and defenseman Andrew Campbell, and the rights to unsigned draft pick Mackenzie Outsworth and a fifth-round pick in the 2019 Draft. Oh, and, and Phoenix also picks up Marion Hosa. They pick up the contract. And here's the thing. Hosa's contract now opens up the free agency for when, when they could sign Ho, uh, Taves and Kane. And now one of them has got to stay and one of them's got to go. In my opinion, you get rid of Jonathan Taves. Because Patrick Kane is more of a face of the franchise than Jonathan Taves is. I've asked, I've asked um, uh, one of my Blackhawk friends, the baseball hitter himself, Mr. Nick DeVera. Um, I asked him, because he's a Blackhawks fan, his opinion about the, you know, who should get moved and who should stay. And the fact is, he thinks that, you know, Taves could be the out person out, and Kane is the one to stay in. So, you know, we'll see. We haven't had a big move in the NHL since July 3rd when Matt Martin went from from the Leafs to the Islanders. You know? And we haven't had a move. And then if you remember June 30th, Steve Mason goes to Montreal to be a Canadian. You give that guy that contract. Oh, he is a cancer on a team. Look at what he did with Philadelphia. Look what he's doing. Look what he did when he was with um, with Winnipeg, and then look what he did his rookie year with us in Columbus. Absolutely terrible. He got lucky to win the Calder Trophy for for rookie of the year. He did. Plain and simple. He's joining me for a, a brewing Friday here with the Toast to the Marathon Classic right here on this, the Friday the 13th edition of All Andy Elford. I'm your host, Andy Elford, coming to you from the studios here in Toledo, Ohio. As I uh, was just talking about the acquisition of Steve Mason and Joel Armenia. To the Montreal Canadiens, and I just noticed that the grumpy old man pops up on the screen. So he must have been hearing his ears burning about Montreal 
and the Canadiens. So he must have known. He must have known I was talking about the Canadians. And so, you know, I all, yes. Hi, Chris. Hi, grumpy old man. <laughs> 2020, grumpy old man 2020. I love it. Um, yeah, I went to the National Putt-Putt Tournament, of course, today. And um, I had a blast. had a good time. So, uh, yeah. On this Bruin Friday edition of the program. Um, so, yeah. Uh, talk about how the NHL has just has been up and down in trades. Not really that many people moving around this year in the trade deadlines. In the trade acquisitions, O'Connor Sheary going to going to Buffalo, and Matt Hunwick going to Buffalo as well too. You know, we'll we'll see what happens. You know, it's early on. I, I, I we haven't booked anything yet. Everything's the book is still out for this upcoming season. We'll see what happens. We shall see what happens. But I know one thing it is for certain. I love you guys. And I hope you're enjoying this program tonight on this Friday edition of All Andy Alford. Uh, two shows a week, of course. Two shows a week right here on Anchor and also on Facebook Live as uh, you're watching us today here in the studios. Um, recap the NHL, the trade today, trade yesterday from Marion Hosa being moved, of course. Also talked about the Marathon Classic happening here in Northwest Ohio and the LPGA event as well, as we talked also about the Tigers and Indians. So I'm opening it up to you, the viewer, who are watching tonight, of course, on the program, as well as on the podcast as well, too. We're going to open this up a little bit here, and uh, you can tweet at the show. We also have a Twitter. If you listen to us on Anchor or you're listening to us, via iTunes, Spotify, or whatever the platform is that you listen and watch, you can uh, tweet the show. It is at AllAndyAlfred. It is at A-L-L-A-N-D-Y-A-L-F-R-E-D. That's right. And use the hashtag. That's what the kids are calling it now. Hashtag A-A-A Live. So, yeah. Chime in tonight. What's your... thinking about for this weekend we're getting ready for the all-star break in major league baseball as well as you know if you're in the northwest ohio area and you went out to the marathon class at the last couple of days your opinion your thoughts um galleries have been huge they were huge today um i'll admit that but you know the, the funny thing is we followed the leader today the the lady from uh from uh, taipei at the time, she was seven under par, and we followed her with the the Hoffman and Dufour group, and all of a sudden, it was just me, the misses, and one other lady. There's three of us. Now, uh, bear in mind, it's it's eight forty seven in the morning when they teed off. By about eleven o'clock, we know we went up to nine Tiba, the nine. Ninth hole, which is the signature hole at Highland Meadows, and we sat there and we watched the group come in. The group behind him was the Lexi Thompson group. 
the Lexi Thompson group had more people following it than the leaders group. And now you'll have this weekend with Stacey Lewis making the crew as well as Lexi Thompson. You're going to have those people go to that group. They're not going to follow Henderson. They're not going to follow the Swede. You know, I I, I know it's Stacey Lewis's last tournament before she goes on maternity leave. And, you know, she's done a lot for the community, and she was born in Toledo. And she was, but, you know, the media, for me, focuses on all the, you know, all the main guys. Like, the main people. Like, Stacey Lewis, Lexi Thompson. How about we talk about, oh, the the girls from St. Ursula. What about talking about some of the rookies that are making this tournament happen? Like Henderson and Hudwick and Emery and all the, the the talent that the LPGA has to offer. But we're still talking about a lady who, you know, is the face of Marathon. Who is going on maternity leave. You know, I'll give you one thing. I'll give you one thing. If Michelle Wee was in this tournament, well, she wasn't. La- she was last year. She was last year in the tournament. You know, it would be it would be even better. It would be even better. You have bigger crowds. You know, we had Annika, when Annika Stormstand was out there for the Jamie Farr. It was you know, big crowds. Siri Pock, big crowds. Now we're getting into you know the. The um, the small end of the spectrum, a lot of rookies. I wish I wish people would follow them. I wish they would give them some respect and some credit because they deserve it. They have been they're they're fighting their way. Some of them are playing for exemption cards. Some of them are playing for you know for the fact that they need to get in to stay in. It's just, for me, it just, it's just interesting to see how Toledoans follow, who they follow. They follow whatever the media is telling them to follow. Stacey Lewis, Lexi Thompson, Morgan Pressel, as well as, you know, you know, a few other ones, a few other ones. They were following them all weekend. I mean, Lexi Thompson's group we sat at nine, and we watched this swell of people come pouring up the fairway. And then she took her drive afterwards when the crowds dispersed. We knew it was Lexi Thompson. So give the rookies some credit in the LPGA. They deserve it. They're the ones that are playing for the paycheck. Thompson and them are playing for the paychecks and the sponsorships. Plain and simple. You know, I just, for me, some of these girls are, excuse me, some of these women, I can't say girls, some of these women, 
need to, you know, are playing some of the best golf I've ever seen in my entire life. They can outdrive me any day of the week. They're playing at top tier, top level. You know, and they're conditioned very, very well. You know, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. But you got to get out there. You got to get out there and support these ladies. You know, and in two weeks, they go across the pond to play in the British Open. They're British Open. So you could be, you know, right there. So it's definitely uh, worth going out to taking a look and seeing these great players for, for from the LPGA. And like I mentioned before, you know, the LPGA does a lot of good charity works, and the and the Marathon Classic is one of the best. So definitely got to go out and see this. I know I keep talking and rambling on. But, you know, there's no football. And one of the big stories out of this whole week, this whole week, is that the fact that the University of Toledo is going to be playing the fighting Illini of Henry Blake, Illinois. You MASH fans will know what I'm talking about. That's right, in 2021, the, the Toledo Rockets head to Champaign, Indiana to take on the Fighting Illini. So, again, another big school for the Rockets. The Bowling Green Falcons are going to be playing a big school at the Doit. They're playing Maryland. That's a Big Ten school. That's a big school to come in. But you look at what UT is pulling. They're pulling in Miami. The Hurricanes. That's a big school. You know, you're seeing these small, mid-majors in the Mid-American Conference. Pulling in these big schools from the ACC and the Big Ten. And, And they're giving them a run for their money. Don't 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 knock it because remember a few years ago, Bowling Green beat Maryland, so there is some retribution out for that situation. You also have the fact that UT has beaten Michigan before, but that was way way back in the day. You know, beating Pittsburgh, beating Purdue, beating some of the big schools, giving uh, Miami a scare a few last year was a shock. So home and home, that's fine. They play Ohio State. I know Buckeye Karen is definitely watching, getting ready for her season to start with the Buckeyes. I know a lot of a lot of the Buckeye fans are getting excited, and um, I did call out Zach Blair the other night on Tuesday's show, saying that Urban Meyer's birthday was on Tuesday, and I proved it to him. Falcon Memories pulled up that picture of him celebrating at the Doit. So, yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, I do want to pass this along. Uh, it is a little early to talk about this, but um, set your uh, 
set your uh, calendars up if you're ready for this. October the 6th. It is, all, it is homecoming for the University of Toledo. However, the brown and orange invade the Glass Bowl. That's right. The BGSU Falcons head into the Glass Bowl to take on the Rockets on their homecoming. So looking forward to that. Uh, it's going to be an interesting event for that game. Um, Miami is one of their marquee games. You know, and you can also get the Rocket Fan Plan for $99. It gets you the unlimited parking and the food and everything like that. I wish Bowling Green would do the same thing. It would be kind of cool for them to do the same thing. I mean, after all, the Doit sits half empty nine times out of ten. The only side that fills up is the non-TV side. If you ever have watched a game at Bowling Green... Or if you've ever watched a game on television, you see the camera is facing towards the what the east end of the stadium, okay? Which would be the side that you would see on I-75. And nine times out of ten, it's empty. There'll be fans here, there, here, there. But if you look on the other side of the camera, where all the BG alums, student section... The fans, they all sit on the BG sideline. The fans that can't get tickets in that section get to sit over on the other side. They have to fill. You know, in my opinion, if they would fill that, the only time that that section gets filled up all the way is when the team up north comes screaming down I-75 and they fill, fill the doid up. It's embarrassing. It's absolutely embarrassing. When that is the only game that sells out at Dwight Perry Stadium, and it's because all the Rocket fans come down. It's the damn truth. It is the damn truth. So, BG should get their game going and get their ticket situation going. Because, honestly, Honestly, that's what they need to do. So, we'll see what happens. As you are watching and listening to All Andy Offered right here on Anchor, which is with with iTunes, Spotify, all your major media platforms, as well as watching me live here on Facebook Live. I'm your host, Andy Offered. So, we talked about the Marathon Classic. We have talked about MLB. We have talked about college football. We have talked about the NHL. So, opening it up to you, the the viewers and listeners, tonight on this Brewing Friday. What do you want to talk about? It's an open Friday. Free for all Friday. Um, Today is National French Friday. Has anybody gone out and got French fries? Who has the best fries? You want my opinion? It's not a fast food enjoyment spot. I'm not talking McDonald's, not talking Wendy's, I'm not talking rallies. In my opinion, the best French fries, bar none, Cedar Point. Fresh cut fries, right there on the main midway, right next to the Raptor. Perfect. And you balance it out with some cheese on the top of that, that nacho cheese, get the chili on the side, 
fantastic. Totally, totally worth it. You know? And you know, the service that you get there, nine times out of ten, is pretty good. Pretty, pretty damn good. A little splash back there. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let's see here. I got one here coming in now. Ah, here we go. This is from Marcus. Wants to know my opinion on... Uh, wants to know my opinion on what's happening in... You know, in May in in soccer. Well, yeah. Uh, let's talk about that really quickly. We are in the final stages of the World Cup uh, championship game. Is Sunday. Will not be on the air, of course, before that. So let's talk about that. Um, yeah, I was surprised how Croatia performed. Um, stunning that England is out. Um, I was also surprised that France beat Belgium. I thought it would be a Belgian England final. But I was wrong. I was absolutely wrong. So now it's a toss-up for me. I think it's the French to win. I really do. I think the French are going to win. It gives them momentum. They've got enough speed. But I can't count out Croatia at the same time, too. Nine times out of ten, they have been there. They defeated the host country, Russia. They have defeated a powerhouse in England. They can do it against France. They can bring uh, a World Cup championship to Croatia, and you know, and one of my uh, one of my former uh, broadcast people, you know, wouldn't would agree with me on that such situation. Totally, totally agree with me on that situation. So we'll see what happens. So thank you for the question, Marcus. Really appreciate it. Um, yeah, but I guess at the the best, best fries, bar none. It's gotta be, gotta be Cedar Point's fries. So, uh, yeah, there's that for you tonight. Uh, as you're watching and listening to all Andy Alford right here on the Anchor Network as well as on Facebook Live. Um, I want to make mention of this too. Um, we have uh, ended our contract negotiation with Mixcloud.com, so you're now going to be uh, listening to us now on Anchor. Um. We want to thank Mixcloud for all they have done for us here on the All Andy Alford Network and what they have done in, you know, welcoming us in with open arms after the whole debacle with SoundCloud and the craziness. Uh, we came to a mutual agreement. Um, the last show that we did on Tuesday was the last show that we'll be doing on Mixcloud. So, um, yeah, that's going to be it for uh, Mixcloud. And uh, if you are a subscriber on Mixcloud, you can end your description. We will still keep show our shows up there uh, for references and for future references, but we will pull those off um, soon as well. So, again, I'd like to thank Mixcloud for everything they have done for us on this on this network as well. So, truly really a pleasure. On Tuesday's edition of All Andy Offer, we'll recap the Marathon Classic, of course, We'll recap and preview the MLB All-Star game as well, too. And we'll take a look at our... You'll hear my opinion on the first half winners and losers. As well as we were going to... Now, I'm going to talk about this really quickly, too. On Tuesday's edition, it will be a 
post-game edition of All Andy Alford. Why? Because the Mud Hens come back to town starting Monday. Tuesday at, is a afternoon game for the Mud Hens. I will be there in attendance at 5th 3rd Field for the afternoon game on Tuesday evening. So, excuse me, Tuesday afternoon, early evening, uh, 12 o'clock first pitch there. So um, looking forward to seeing the Mud Hens at home finally after a long road trip. They haven't been home since the 3rd of July, so we're talking about two weeks. So we'll see what happens with that. So uh, it's your listening and watching to All Andy Alford. So we'll be a post-game edition of All Andy Alford after the game on Tuesday's show. So, uh, yeah, there's that for you to pass it along. Um, we're going to end the show tonight with, of course, Andy Rants right here. And like I mentioned before, I want to thank you for tuning in and listening to us. However you're watching us, if you're watching us, wherever you're, whenever you're watching us, wherever you're listening to us, whatever platform, we're on iTunes. We thank you for all the subscriptions that you've given us so far. Uh, we're going to continue posting on Anchor. And Anchor is fantastic with us. Um, giving us the uh, iTunes and Spotify. So whenever you want to listen to the program, you can always listen to the program and catch it back. And you want to say, oh, Andy, you said this, 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 and I said, prove me wrong. You can go back and take a listen now and call me out on it. Call me out on it. Yes, you can. So I will end with Andy Rants tonight. And um, on a personal note, um this one um this one is a, a, a kind of a singer for me um you know today was uh a good day out on the golf course but um you know a sad day in my life my uh my, on my dad's side of the family my uncle junior passed away um hearing the thoughts hearing his family at his uh his wake and his funeral today um, excuse me, is wake today. I won't be able to go to the funeral tomorrow because I'm at the golf course tomorrow, of course, for the Marathon Classic. But um, he was a good guy. Uh, I got a chance to talk to him. He was an Army veteran. Um, loved talking sports. He he uh, is uh, going to be buried um, with his uh, Super Bowl 50 hat where he went. Got a chance to go out to um, got to go out to San Francisco to watch. Super Bowl 50 and get to see his first ever Super Bowl live in appearance. So my, um, I want to tip my cap. If I had a cap on right now, I tip my cap to uh, my, uh, my, uh, my uncle Junior for passing for uh, his uh, service to the military and uh, a great life that he has given to his family as well. So uh, my, uh, my thoughts and my prayers are with his family and uh, with ours. So um, thank you, Uncle Junior, for everything. So uh, a toast. A toast this evening to the one and only Uncle Junior. So there is that for you tonight as well. Um, you can always follow me on Twitter. It is at all Andy Alford, as well as on fa- on Facebook as well. So you can send me friends re- friend requests as well too. Uh, taking your last minute questions and comments on this Friday night edition on the thirteenth Friday the thirteenth edition of All Andy Alford right here. On the Anchor Network and on Facebook Live. A toast, yes. Having a beer for you tonight, CJ. It's a special one. 
Budweiser. The king of beer. The king of bits. That's what they call it. Terry Carey says it. Drinking it out of a Libby glass. For the toast of the Marathon Classic, my friend. So, a toast to you too. I remember, I wanted to pass this. This is a funny story. I'm having a beer with you. Thank you. Really appreciate that. Um, one of my favorite... I, I gotta pass this, this pass this along. I know CJ would wants me to. I I, I wanted to pass this along. Um, me and CJ actually did a, a production, a musical theater production of a Forty Second Street. That was a fantastic show. The other day, I caught myself singing um, uh, uh, "Shuffle Off to Buffalo," and I didn't know why. It was in my head, so I had to I had to sing it out loud, and I thought of CJ. Right away, so because um, he was in the show, and um, with that fake Texas accent that he had at the time, and now he lives in Texas. I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. So uh, yeah, I, I remember that CJ, and I remember that very, very vividly when I saw, when I was thinking about, <laughs> about when I heard that song in my head. Well, I heard it on my Pandora, of course. So yeah. Uh, like I mentioned before, Tuesday's edition of All Andy Alfred will recap the Mud Hen game as well as uh, the pros and cons. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yes. Using the accent. <laughs> love it. The pros and cons from this season so far in Major League Baseball with us hitting the All-Star game, as well as the recap of the Marathon Classic and anything that's happening in the world of NHL and NBA and NFL. Of course, if you haven't seen yet, you know, LeBron has left, of course. He's officially signed the contract the other day, and he's a Laker. He's a Laker. And... They had this mural along the wall, painted up from, and they painted over it already. Unbelievable. L.A. already hates him. I love it. Greatest Laker of all time will still be, in my opinion, my opinion. It's the one, Mr. Matthew Johnson. Number two. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And number three is Kobe Bryant. And then you have Shaq 4, of course. Then, then, then it goes in a little bit of a tangent. Yeah, Kobe, yeah. Kobe is number one in some people's books. But in my opinion, it's Magic and then Kareem. That's just me. That's just me. It's just me. I know Co- uh, you, Shaq would be a good choice for some people, but yet, but yet he was never drafted as a Laker. He was a Orlando Magic star. He was with the Magic, then got traded to the Lakers. We'll see. You know, we'll see what the the King will do this upcoming season with the with the in the purple and gold. 
Will he be passing the ball to Lonzo when it comes when he comes back from injury in February and March? Will he actually be on the court when LeBron's on the court? Or will he be sitting on the bench? I know Kobe's loyalty stayed with him. You know, stayed with the team all through his career. You know, brought championships and brought a legacy. But, you know, Magic Johnson, though, CJ, Magic Johnson brought championships to the Lakers after they moved from Minnesota. You got Chris James Worthy that would be also a, a quality player for that. The battles that they belt with with Larry Bird in the in the 80s and 90s and with the Pistons. And then they battle with then they battle with Michael Jordan early in his career with the Bulls. And then Kobe had to battle with Jordan. No, I don't like the word just Magic Johnson because of Magic. He's one of the best players. He really is. He's one of the best players. Producer in my ear is telling me that we've got to get going here on the program tonight. On this program. Remember, show Tuesday. We'll recap everything, like I mentioned before. As well as talking talking much more. Post your comments on the show as well, too. We'll read them on the air as well. Um, we'll do another preview edition on Tuesday from the ballpark. Um, but until then, I am Andy Alfred saying so long for now. Have a great weekend. And remember, as always, I'm pulling for you. We're all in this together. The game of life. And to the teams behind me, and to you at home as well, victory is sweetest when you have tasted defeat. Have a good night, everybody. France, Croatia. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. I'll make it again. I'll make it again. Make that prediction again. Viva la France. There it is. But I can't count out Croatia at the same time, too. But I'm going to pick the French. And as always, I'm pulling for you. We're all in this together. The game of life. So, until Tuesday, I will see you then. Love you guys. Talk to you guys on Tuesday. And oh, I love you guys.